Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Depending on where you are, good afternoon. You're listening to Your Therapy Doctor, and I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton, here helping to help you establish and reclaim positive mental health awareness through information, education, and resources. Whether you're a returning listener or listening for the first time, thank you for joining Your Therapy Doctor. I encourage you to subscribe, listen, and share past and future segments. We are live today, each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Talk Radio. Thank you for joining. Today, we are going to just get into it. I am so excited about today. This is a subject that I just enjoy talking about, but helping people through. And it is setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. I want you to listen to that boundaries. Think think for yourself, do you have healthy boundaries in place? There are several types of boundaries that we establish for ourselves, whether we know it or not, whether they're intentional or haphazard. We have boundaries, and our, and our minds and bodies help us to establish them. What I want us to be able to do moving forward, just for your own mental health, is to be able to recognize when you need to set healthy boundaries and when you need to readjust some of those. So, Because setting and maintaining healthy boundaries is not easy. It's not always easy. When you struggle to know, understand, and set healthy boundaries, relationships suffer, emotional and mental fatigue set in, and a breakdown in communication is highly possible because you're going against a value or something that makes you comfortable. And today, we're going to discuss the importance of healthy boundaries, so that you build a sense of self-awareness, improve effective communication, and improve those healthy relationship bonds. So let's get right into it. Boundaries, you know, I always like for us to be able to describe or define our topic. And boundaries are those rules, those expectations that we put in place so that we are keeping ourselves safe, but we are also protecting our mental health. Boundaries help us to protect our mental health. Remember, the way you think, the way you feel, and the way you behave. And if you have those boundaries in place, that's those rules that those invisible lines that if someone crosses them, you know, you, you get uncomfortable. If they're set in place and, and you help people to 
that gets enforced, you enforce them so that people are adhering to them, you'll be able to live a much freer, more enjoyable time with friends, families, coworkers, and even in situations. So boundaries say how much you're willing to give or take in any given situation, in any given environment um, with any person. And so when things change, when those, those boundaries get crossed, you may have an innate reaction to say, wait a minute, let me, let me take a step back or let me just leave this situation altogether. So there are, there are six to seven boundaries that are distinct to how we govern our lives. There are physical boundaries there are intellectual boundaries, emotional boundaries, sexual boundaries, material boundaries, and time boundaries. Those are the ones that, that I'm going to slightly review with you today, but I want you to think, think about the types of boundaries that you have and the reason why they're important. Because they do help you to not only go through your life with a little more ease, but it also allows you to evaluate the people, the places, and things that are in your life. So I want you to be able to know your boundaries, understand your boundaries, and 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 best of all, be able to enforce them so that you're comfortable in your skin wherever you go, okay? Boundaries should be fit based on your values or things that are important to you. This is not about anyone else. I want you to be selfish right now. Selfish is not always a negative thing. It's a, it, it can be positive. If you are selfish in this situation, meaning that you begin to be more self-aware and finding out what is important to you, what values that you have, for example, spending time with family, you may set firm boundaries about working late. You know, if your boundaries is, I want to be home at a certain time to eat dinner with my my children with with my significant others, then you're not going to be working late. You're going to find a healthy time to in work, and then you're going to get yourself home in time for dinner. You know, so that's an example. Your boundaries are yours and yours alone. Many of our our boundaries, they might align with those who are close with us, but they are unique. That's why you, you, your family, your friends, you may meet your coworkers. You may have some of the same boundaries, maybe for different reason, maybe for the same. However, they're your boundaries. 
And you need to know your boundaries before entering into a situation. This will make you less likely to be uncomfortable or reactive. I hope this is getting across to you that boundaries are everywhere. When you step into any type of situation, when you step into in any type of place, if you're engaging with someone, your boundaries are there. Whether you set them or not, they will become evident. Let's go, let me further define what are physical boundaries? And you may need to get your paper pencil. I want you to, to really get a sense and a good idea of what these boundaries entail so that you will begin to think for yourself, sit down, take some time and really evaluate and reflect. What are my boundaries? Are they healthy? Are they rigid? Are they laxed? These are common types of boundaries, types of boundaries. I'm going to go back just a little because I think I need to preface this first. You know that boundaries are the limits and rules that we set for ourselves within relationships, within environments, and within situations. A person with a healthy boundary can say no. They can decline an offer that is uncomfortable for them or does not fit their schedules. They're also, if you have healthy boundaries, you're able and you're comfortable to open up to others, to have close relationships. And there are three types of boundaries. I mean, traits, those rigid boundaries, those those boundaries that are you're unlikely to ask for help. You don't want to you have very few close relationships and, and you're very protective of your personal information. Those are rigid boundaries. You 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 kind of guard yourself. You don't let people in those lacks or poorish boundaries, those where people are difficult, it's difficult for you to say no. If this is you, I want you to listen carefully. These are those lax boundaries where you're not more in tune with them. You're overwhelmed by other people's problems, dependent on opinions of others. Ex- your, your, is fears of rejection if you don't comply to what they want. And so you dismiss yourself in the process. Those are laxed or porous boundaries. Healthy boundaries are, you know, your priorities. Doesn't compromise for others. You're protecting yourself. You know your personal wants, your needs. And you can communicate them clearly. 
You're accepting when others say no to, to you or them. And so when you analyze, when you start to reflect, oh, wow, what type of boundaries do I have? Are they rigid where you're so guarded you don't let want someone in? Are they poorish or laxed where you overshare, you give too much of yourself and you just, you know, let's, let's just be real about this. You allow people to run over you. And healthy boundaries where you stand in your value, your priority, and you know and understand what your needs are and you consider others, but you stick to yours. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation around boundaries. Boundaries are so important in our lives, but for our mental health, because it does help us to better think, feel, and behave when we know what's important to us. This is your therapy doctor. I'm your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. We will return shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Intimate Relationship Connection Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor, board-certified hypnotherapist, and a certified Symbus facilitator. She helps couples and individuals build and improve their intimate relationship connections through education, practice, and play. March 19th, 2022, register to attend the Intimate Relationship Connection Series seminar featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Couples and individuals will learn about the five marriage mindsets, resolute, rational, romantic, restless, and reluctant. Every person brings their beliefs about marriage to the relationship. Know and understand what you're working with and working toward. Brought to you by Your Therapy Doctor, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. To register, visit to attend at www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 
Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about healthy boundaries, setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. This is your therapy doctor. I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. I want us to continue the conversation because when we left off, we were talking about common traits of boundaries. We're talking about rigid boundaries, those boundaries that um, are so rigid, we're guarding ourselves to the point that we have a very few close relationships, very protective of personal information. Um, we, it keeps others at a distance to avoid a possibility of rejection. Those are rigid boundaries, not really healthy because we don't let anyone in. Uh, those lacks are what we call poorish boundaries, not poor, but porous, P-O-R-O-U-S, okay? Those types of boundaries, um, we're a little too lax with them. We overshare personal information. We over-involve others in our problems. We're dependent on the opinion of others. Those boundaries don't really exist. They're kind of like free fall. Um, When you have healthy boundaries, you value your own opinions and you consider others. Um, you don't compromise your values for others. You know, y- you stick to yours. You know your personal wants, your needs, and you communicate them clearly, not only for others, but for yourself so that you are standing in your own power, in your own value. And most people have a mix of, of different types of boundaries. Um, for example, um, you may have rigid boundaries at work and you, you don't know your coworkers, don't get to know them. You don't mingle with them outside of, of the work hours. Uh, you may have rigid, they really don't know much about you except you work in the same you know, area. Uh, those lacks <laughs> boundaries, you will probably overshare. We're talking about in the workplace, you overshare. Uh, they know way too much about your personal life and, and you bring not only your problems, but their problems to the table as well. Um, you depend on, on, on their every word or you're listening to to them way too much and not listening to yourself. Uh, A healthy boundary at work would look like you being friendly, being open, being able to say no, being able to, you know, go out to happy hour, but govern yourself in a way that, you know, you're still going to work with, you know, the people that you're, you're going to be out with. You share information, however, not so personal that it compromises your professional uh, relationship together. So those are the types or the actual common traits of boundaries. And this appropriateness of boundary depends on, on the setting. 
you know, you you have to be able to what what I call or what I've learned about is code switch, being able to, you know, when you act, the way you act with your family is not the way you act with your friends. And it's not the way you act at, at work. You're able to go between venues, go in between environments and have particular boundaries that will help you to maintain either a personal or a professional trait for yourself, okay? And, you, and then there are cultures that have different expectations or boundaries. Depending on your culture, you can, you have boundaries that, that cross adult-child relationships or boundaries that are very strict when it comes to adult-child relationships or adult-adult relationships. So you have to, again, I'm always encouraging you to be selfish in this instant where you are reflecting on what is best for me? What boundaries do I need to put in place? And, And do I need to put a mix of boundaries in place? a mix of characteristics in place so that I am sticking to my own values, but being a priority for myself. I'm going to go back to what are those different types of boundaries? We already know the components of them. You can have rigid, laxed, or healthy, or you can do a mix. What types of boundaries? Physical boundaries. Physical boundaries actually refer to a personal space or physical touch. Healthy physical boundaries include awareness of what's important, what's appropriate, and what's not. You know, in various situations, you know, people may want to hug or or kiss you on the cheek, or shake hands, or come into your your personal space. You may have boundaries when it comes to physical space and physical touch. And that's okay. But what is healthy for you? And how do you communicate that with someone? How do you communicate that these are your boundaries? I have a lot of allergies. And so when I, I have very, I would say some rigid, but healthy for me, boundaries when it comes to physical boundaries. And so I, I may say to someone that I'm meeting for the first time, you know, and they may go into either shake my hand or, or hug me. And so I will put my elbow out to, you know, elbow bump or fist bump them, depending on my allergies and where I am. And because I have reflected on that, I will say to people, I don't mean any disrespect or any um, harm, but, you know, I'll put my elbow out to fist bump. And it's been received because of the way that I introduce it or the way that I clarify it for people. 
And so it becomes something that when I meet them again, that is their initial way of greeting me, either fist bumping me or um, elbow bump, because that's a physical boundary. Um, And they're okay with it. And people are okay with boundaries if they're clear about what is, why you have them, why you have them. And it's, and it's okay for you to be clear about what is best for you. Emotional boundaries. Emotional boundaries refer to a person's feelings. And a healthy emotional boundary includes limits on when to share and when not to share. Personal information or professional information. Gradually sharing personal information during the development of a relationship as opposed to revealing everything to everybody or that first date. If you think about your first time meeting someone, um, they shouldn't know your social security number, your your address, your your, your private phone number, they, they should know all of those things on the first meeting. And so emotional boundary, boundaries is you taking in your feelings and why are you sharing so much? What is happening? What is that attachment? What does that need to divulge? <laughs> You know, is is that your way of connecting with others? And are you reading the signs? Are you reading the cues, social cues from others that maybe you're sharing too much? And so those emotional boundaries, it refers to a person's feelings. And, And sometimes we overshare because we get nervous or we have a high anxiety and we just kind of just talk. You know, I've done that several times. Have to be honest about that. When I get in nervous situations, Mm -hmm. I I tend to talk. Or I'll clam up and not be able to talk at all. Depends on the situation. So think about those. We just talked about physical boundaries. You being able, your personal space, personal touch, um, emotional boundaries, you know, limited, limiting when to share and when not to share personal information. You know, emotional boundaries are violated when someone criticizes, belittles, or invalidates another person's feelings. So you want to be careful about how you validate or invalidate others and how you allow others to validate or invalidate you. That is the healthy part. Know when someone is violating or invalidating your personal or emotional stance. I'm so glad you're here and listening and hopefully, you know, learning and understanding that boundaries are important to your mental health. They help to ensure that your thinking, your feeling, and your emotions 
your emotions, your behaviors. They are your priority and it's okay. It is absolutely okay. When we get back, we're going to talk about time boundaries, material boundaries, and sexual boundaries. Listeners, I'm so glad you're here. I hope you are doing great reflection for yourself. I am Dr. Pauline Belton. This is your therapy doctor, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your therapy doctor presents the Mental Health Wellness Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist. She assists individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups build and improve their mental health wellness goals through education, demonstration, and practice. Register now to attend the Mental Health Wellness Series Seminar, March 26, 2022, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups will unpack and learn the five W's of stress and anxiety. Participants will know and understand how stress and anxiety affects each of us and learn effective skills to manage the stress and anxiety with three effective tools. Register now. Visit www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. This will be the best investment you make in managing your mental health. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Intimate Relationship Connection Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor, board-certified hypnotherapist, and a certified Symbus facilitator. She helps couples and individuals build and improve their intimate relationship connections through education, practice, and play. March 19th, 2022, register to attend the Intimate Relationship Connection Series Seminar featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Couples and individuals will learn about the five marriage mindsets, resolute, rational, romantic, restless, and reluctant. Every person brings their beliefs about marriage to the relationship. Know and understand what you're working with and working toward. Brought to you by Your Therapy Doctor, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. To register, visit to attend at www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome, welcome. We are continuing the conversation. We are talking about healthy boundaries, setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. 
We've defined boundaries. We know that there are three components of boundaries that are rigid, laxed, or healthy. And then you can have a mix of those that happen depending on your situation, depending on your place, depending on the people that you're encountering. You may have a mix or a set of boundaries in place. We just talked about physical boundaries, being able to have boundaries that help you to have a healthy awareness of not only your personal space, but personal physical touch. Um, We also talked about emotional boundaries, being able to, you know, refer to not only a person's feelings, but yours and establishing those emotional boundaries where you don't feel as if you're violated or invalidated in any situation. And so now we're going to talk about time boundaries. This is something that I, in my practice, find a lot um, when I start to work with individuals is that time boundaries are more laxed, especially with family and friends um, or intimate relationships. Sometimes it's even spills over to work, meaning that the person uses their time in a way that quite frankly invalidates them, but benefits others. Um, To have a healthy boundary, a person or you, you need to set aside enough time for each facet of your life, whether it's work, whether it is relationships, whether it is family, friends, hobbies, that me time, self-care. Often I hear this particular thing, and you may be able to identify for yourself. If you have set events on Saturday, say you're going to the opera or you're going to a play or the movies on Saturday, and your really good friend calls and says, hey, I'm in a bind. I'm in a bind and I, I, I need your help. Can you come and babysit the kids? You've had your tickets for months. You've been able to, you, you already bought your tickets for the movie and you decide to say, oh, okay, let me help my friend. Why is that not a healthy boundary? Depends on what your perspective is. If you've already set your Saturday and something came up for your friend, then you may choose to either neglect your plans and go help your friend, or you may be able to say without guilt that, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry I can't help you this time. I already made plans maybe next time. And so you have to decide for yourself, what are you going to value? What are you going to value your, the time and money that you spent for these activities? And depending on the emergency that your friend has, is it okay for you to 
neglect those or discard those. It may be. You have to choose what's best for you. And this is why I say this is the part where I want you to be selfish. Because you have, and you're the only one that can set boundaries for you. You're the only one that knows the priority. And you also may need help with not only establishing, but maintaining them because you have such a big heart or you, you're, you so do not want others to reject you that you neglect and you violate yourself to the point of you, you have no boundaries and that's not a healthy place to be. So setting boundaries, setting time boundaries. Um, I have a time boundary where after 10 o'clock, I take no phone calls. My phone is off and I am getting ready for bed. I, I know a friend who has a time boundary of, when she wakes up, she takes phone calls after a certain time in the morning. And so do you have a time boundary? Have you set a time boundary where your family and friends aren't always knocking at your door at any time, any given, in any given state, and you're like, and, and you answer it, but you're in the middle of something or you have no time for yourself? So think about time boundaries. And then there are sexual boundaries. And this refers to the emotional, the physical, and the intellectual aspects of sexuality. Healthy sexual boundaries involve a mutual understanding and a mutual respect of limitations and desires between sexual partners. If you aren't feeling it, your partner should understand and know that you need a pause, that they need to step back or you need to step back. If, if, if you put boundaries in place where, you know, there's unwanted sexual touch or pressure to engage, then you your boundaries, your priority for yourself is to sit and say, hey, this is not for me or I need you to step back or I'm going to step back. You need to set those boundaries for you. And it needs to be a conversation. It can be a discussion or a conversation or a statement. This is how I feel about this, and this is what I will and will not accept. Boundaries are yours and yours alone. And they're up to you to enforce them. Okay? I want to get to how do you establish those boundaries? We've been talking about different types of boundaries, the physical, the emotional, the sexual, and time boundaries. There are also material boundaries. You know, material boundaries are more of possessions. 
you know, money, finances. When you're in a relationship, when you're dealing with family, friends, when you're dealing with coworkers, strangers, you have some material boundaries. You know, how much are you going to allow someone in your financial information? How much are you going to divulge of your financial information? When do you cut those lines of communication or you have those boundaries of this is not a conversation that is appropriate for us to have because your extended family, because you're a coworker, that there are financial conversations we're just not going to have. You know, short of, yes, we're going to lunch. Hey, I'll pay for lunch. You'll pay for lunch. We'll split the tab. That's different. But you don't need to know my 401k, my insurance. You know, those types of things should not be an open and free-for-all conversation. And so what boundaries do you have in place for families, for friends, for coworkers, for even intimate partners? You have the right to say no, to set those boundaries, and to put a pause on particular conversations, particular engagement and bonds, because you have evaluated your value and your priorities. There are three things that that are very important for you to establish and keep healthy boundaries. So I want you to think about how do you actually set your list of boundaries? How do you infuse them into your daily interactions and your everyday routine? How are you prioritizing, implementing, and honoring your boundaries? I like that word honor because I want you to be able to honor yourself. Honor yourself in how you establish and keep healthy boundaries, not only at work, but at home. Engaging with family, engaging with friends, engaging with intimate partners, engaging with coworkers. We're going to continue this conversation and we're going to establish those key things in establishing and keeping boundaries. Come back, listen. We're going to wrap this up. So glad you're here. I'm Dr. Pauline Belton, and this is your therapy doctor. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. 
As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated, get resources, get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Your Therapy Doctor presents the Mental Health Wellness Series. Dr. Pauline Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist. She assists individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups build and improve their mental health wellness goals through education, demonstration, and practice. Register now to attend the Mental Health Wellness Series Seminar, March 26, 2022, featuring Dr. Pauline Belton. Individuals, organizations, corporations, and groups will unpack and learn the five W's of stress and anxiety. Participants will know and understand how stress and anxiety affects each of us and learn effective skills to manage the stress and anxiety with three effective tools. Register now. Visit www.yourtherapydoctor.com or find us on Eventbrite to register. This will be the best investment you make in managing your mental health. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. Thank you for returning. We are talking about establishing, setting, and effectively maintaining boundaries. Boundaries for you, for for you to live your best life, for you to be able to say no and say yes when it feels right for you. And so how do we establish and keep healthy boundaries? And this is, this is how we do that. We, we, number one, have to assess. Like you have to take time to reflect on your personal boundaries first. Before you're able to communicate your boundaries, you have to take time to know your limits, know how, you want to set, and then what do you want to set in, in terms of boundaries? One of the biggest things in setting boundaries is you have to know your limits. You have to pay attention to your feelings. When I say know your limits, are you able to, to guard your time, to safeguard your 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 emotions to limit people so that they aren't overstepping you. So know your limits 
Pay attention to your feelings. Give yourself permission to even set boundaries. You deserve this. This is, this is for you. You have to do this. And consider your environment. Consider your stage. Consider the people, the places, and the things that you may need to set boundaries for so that they're not a detriment to you, that they are, that you are a benefit, not a detriment to you. So being able to assess your personal boundaries first and then communicate that upfront. Once you know and have your priorities and values in place, communicate them. For instance, if you're at work and, and, you know, most people stay to six, seven, eight o'clock at night. If your priority and you value spending time with your family, then you're creating boundaries that's going to allow you to spend more time at home and spend time with your family or your significant other. So being able to know and understand What are your priorities and what values do you have in place? And then communicate those and create, number three, create a clear structure. Be clear about your boundaries and be clear about how you're going to enforce them, how you're going to maintain them. And here's some things, because in boundaries, you should be able to say no and say yes and be okay with both. You always have the right to say no. People have a hard time with that because they feel guilty or someone may make them feel ashamed or may infringe on their their emotions. So, How do you express yourself? Here are a few things you can say. When you have to say no, you may say, I'm not comfortable with that. Or please don't do that. Not at this time. Here's where I'm drawing the line. That is not comfortable for me. Or my favorite, and my friends and family have heard me say this quite often, that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable for me. So those are ways, and you may think of different ways that you can say no. It doesn't have to be our no. It could be, no, I'm not comfortable with that, and I I refuse, or I will not. Here are some key things when you are establishing your boundaries, when you're setting your boundaries in place. Remember those three things. You have to first take time to assess and establish your personal limits and how you want to set your boundaries. You need to know for yourself, what what do you need to know? What are your limits? How are you paying attention to your feelings? Are you giving yourself permission to even set boundaries? Number two is how do you communicate those boundaries? Once you've established them, how do you 
communicate them. When someone crosses them or when one is set in place. It's not always saying no, it's how you say it. Okay? And then the third one is those clear structures. Clear structures for how you're going to maintain and establish your boundaries. And this comes from you knowing who you are. Do you need help? Do you need help with that? This, this is, you know, I'm going to always say everyone deserves a therapist. Everyone deserves that person who they can go to and discuss these types of things and really dig deep, dig deep into why you can't set boundaries that are healthy for you. So those are the things. Are, do you need to set clear structures in place? Do you need catchphrases to help you to maintain your boundaries? For instance, that's not acceptable. I'm drawing the line at that. That doesn't work for me. Or this doesn't work for me. Or I can't do that for you. What are some things that you really need to do? When you're... maintaining and establishing your boundaries and you've, you've established what you're going to say, you know what your boundaries are. Use confident body language. Face others, make eye contact, use a steady voice, be confident. These are yours. You're protecting you. Be respectful. You don't have to put anyone down in order to you know, enforce your boundaries. Simply say, I'm going to remove myself. You're not listening and I am uncomfortable. Plan ahead. Think about what you want to say, how you will say it before entering any difficult conversation, situation. You've already had them, so you know what makes you uncomfortable. You know who makes you uncomfortable. So plan for that. Make compromises where you feel comfortable. When appropriate, you can listen and consider other people's needs. Because yours may be rigid for that situation, and it may not have to be. But only you can decide that. Only you can make that determination. No one else can make that for you. You never have to make a compromise that is not healthy for you. So when you're making these boundaries, when you are sitting and reflecting on what limits and rules that you will set for yourself, to take care of your mental health, how you think, how you feel, how you behave. You are that final factor. You are the priority. You are the important piece. I hope you give more thought 
and more time into setting boundaries when it comes to your health, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health. You deserve this. Know what to say. Know what to do. So happy to have you with me. Come back Mondays, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. This is your therapy doctor, and I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Have a great week. Take care of you because your mental health is important. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.